Today, we're talking about running away right out of the book of Jonah. And you go, what has Jonah got to do with running away? Well, if you didn't listen to my first two messages, I would go to our website at blessingofthefather.com and take a look and listen to what I did when God called me. And so just like Jonah, God speaks to him. And what's Jonah's response? It says that Jonah got up and ran away from the presence of the Lord. That's usually what running is. We run to somewhere else because we don't want God to remind us that we're running away. Are you in that place right now? Have you, are you running away from things that God has called you to do? Maybe a change in your life, a call of his on your life, a new adventure, a place where you got to risk and put it out there? I love John Wimber's definition of faith. And it, he says, I spell faith, R-I-S-K. It's all about risk. And it's not risking for the sake of risk, but it's risking to trust God. But see, when God calls you to do something, beloved, he's not counting on your personal capacity to pull it off. That's why most of us, that's why in the beginning, when God called me at Eagles Training Camp to go into the ministry full time, I ran away because I was looking at myself going, why would anybody want to listen to a football player? And there you go. You're listening to me right now. So don't turn me off. So what does God do, right? He calls us. So here's Jonah. God calls him. He runs away from the presence of the Lord, decides he's going to go to this town called Tarshish. He can't get there unless he goes by boat. He goes by boat. All of a sudden, God causes a great storm to come up. No, duh and speaks to a great fish, a whale. They discover in the boat that the guy who's caught in the storm is a guy running from God. So they pick him up, hurl him overboard, and here's Jonah now inside of a fish. And he says, and he, I cried out to the Lord. He starts to repent out of my distress, and he answered me from the belly of hell. Chapter 2, verse 2. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the flood has surrounded me, and all your waves and billows pass over me. Then I said, I'm driven away from your sight yet again. I shall look upon your holy temple, and I shall do what you asked me to do. So now he starts going towards Nineveh, right? But he didn't want to. You find out later in the story, he didn't like them because they weren't like him. They didn't, he didn't want God because he knew that God was going to go use him over there. And he didn't want that to happen. I mean, do you have groups of people you don't want to talk to that you don't like in your life? Why would God want to ever talk to that person? But God was sending him to this place called Nineveh. And so what did I do? God calls me, right? God has a doctor visit me. I talked about last week after my surgery, after I got hurt and had to retire from the NFL, he speaks to a surgeon about him calling me, reminds me, my best friend Brian Holloway calls me up. He reminds me of what God's doing, but that wasn't enough because I'm still stuck on fear. So what do I do? Well, I do the godly thing, right? I run again. And so I'm thinking, because here is my fear point. How am I going to take care of my family? How am I going to pay the bills? And I, I buy a little lobster fishing company, and I didn't know anything about lobster fishing. I knew how to eat them. <laughs> Drawn in the metal, steamed up, butter, and garlic. I love them. 
right? And so I buy this little lobster fishing company, 300 lobster pots and off to Catalina Island, dropping the pots in the ground, thinking I'm gonna make my fortune. I'm gonna make a couple hundred thousand dollars so I never have to ask for money and I can do ministry for free. That was my plan. Well, that wasn't God's plan. So over there, this little thing called El Nino, this warm body of water kind of passes from the north to the south Lobsters kind of migrate in that warm water. And then when, they, when the warm water goes back during the winter, the, you put out your pots and you catch a bunch of lobsters. Well, guess what? It was one of the worst recorded fishing seasons in lobster history. You know why? Because I was running from God. I'm going over there fighting waves, life and death situations over and over again in a boat all by myself, terrified out of my mind because I was running, but I was stubborn. I was thinking, I can get through this. And in the middle of one of the days when oh, this big storm had come in, these big, gigantic 10 to 15 rolling waves on the backside of Catalina Island, all of my pots were being picked up and, and kind of pushed in towards these cliffs on the backside of Catalina where I could never get them. So all day long, I was going in with my boat, grabbing them and going to deeper water. And all of a sudden, going into one of those times, my propeller still in gear. I don't recognize it in my boat. It chokes up line that I don't see under the water that was anchored to three of my lobster pots and my engine <coughs> shuts off. I am now anchored to the bottom in 65 foot waters and to the left, I'm seeing some waves getting ready to form. I ain't gonna be toast if I don't start up and get out right away. Cause I could pull out the prop right off of the spindle of my boat. And I started up again and I'm just like, God, if you get me out of this, I, I won't run. I'll do anything you ask me to do. And so I started up the engine and I cranked it into gear and shoo, woo, 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 and it breaks through the ropes that are tied to the bottom. And here comes this first wave. And I don't know if any of you guys saw Perfect Storm. Remember Clooney in that movie? And he's going up that wave at the end of the movie. That's what I felt like. I was terrified. Because see, when you run from God's presence, you're going to be all on your own. He was there pursuing me. I couldn't feel it because fear was way bigger than my faith. So we can either feed our faith and starve our fear to death, or we can feed our fear, uh, fear and starve faith to death. I was feeding my fear. How could you use me? Why would you choose me? You ever done that with God? So out of the waves I go, I anchor in deeper water, put out my anchor, grab a bike helmet, I put on that because I was afraid the boat might hit me because I got to jump out with a knife and I got to cut the ropes off of the propeller. So I'm in the water now. It's freezing. I only can be in there for a few minutes because the middle of the winter. And so I'm trying to chop the line off of the propeller as it's going up and down, but it's lifting out of the water on the big wake. And so I grab some of the line. I slice and what do I do? I slice my hand. Blood's now coming out of my hands, going everywhere in the water. True story. And now what do I hear? I hear this music. Da -dum, dun, 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 dun. I am looking for sharks. I'm repenting. God, if you get me out of this. I mean, I was completely terrified. 
I finally cut the rope off the props and in my haste of jumping out and because my body is, is just freezing, I didn't have the strength to climb in the side of the boat and now I'm stuck in the water. The only way up back in the boat was over rusty lobster pots I had stacked on my swim plank in the back. I climb over that, you know, just cut myself up really bad, get there. God, I'm, I'm, I'm thanking God in all this and I, I had nothing to sterilize myself but rubbing alcohol <laughs> in my first aid kit. I was such a rookie, I didn't even have a first aid kit. So I grabbed it, poured that on my chest, screamed. I think God's got a movie. And so I just, you know, I gotta call my wife. I motor around, I leave my lobster pots, I go into the backside uh, of Catalina Island, the isthmus there, and I park my boat to run to the phone to call Jill. Now, when I left earlier on that trip, my wife looks at me as I'm pulling out of the docks there in Newport Beach, California, she said, I've prayed for you, that you wouldn't be so, st God wouldn't kill you for being so stupid. <laughs> what did I do? I said, woman, you need to submit to me. I was terrified. My wife was warning me right then. Has your wife ever warned you guy and you just run right into trouble? Oh, I see hands going up everywhere. And there I was, I'm getting ready to get on the phone and I paddle my dinghy over there and I got to walk to the phone. It starts raining and the wind's blowing and right in the middle of the row are all these buffaloes. The Spearman family who originally bought Catalina Island made it a buffalo reserve. And all these buffaloes were now on the road between me and the phone. And my grandfather used to say to me, don't buffalo me, son. I had no idea what it meant till this moment. And it was like Jesus was up there calling out buffaloes and they would run at you full speed and start running at you and then stop. And it's kind of their tactic to see if you're afraid. And it's like buffalo after buffalo, it's coming at me and I go, ah, ah, and eventually I just decided I'm gonna be like a blitzing linebacker in the NFL and I run at him screaming with my hands up like E.T. I think I scared the heck out of these guys because they all ran away because I get to the phone and get on the phone and say, Jill, what? I repent. She goes, come on home. Well, guess, guess how much money I made in lobster fishing? <laughs> Zero. Because I ran from the presence of the Lord. His promise in this whole story is not only did God meet me in that time, my phone has never stopped ringing with places to go and to share this message and the message of the blessing of the Father. And I share that with you, beloved, because I know that there's some of you have been tuning in with me You've been in a place right now where you have run from God. You have run away and you've run towards the fear and you've starved your faith to death. Instead of running towards the Lord where you start your fear to death. And I'm here to tell you that if you'll just turn towards him, he'll meet you. You might be also watching today and you're just kind of clicking around on your phone and you've never completely yielded yourself to Jesus. 
And I'd love an opportunity to pray for you and your friend, other friends that are watching. But maybe you've never said yes to Jesus. You know, you can meet him right now, right through this little video or the podcast will be on our site. You can just, all you got to do is just to pray this one prayer to say, Jesus, I ask you right now that you would forgive me for running away from you. I want the life that you have made me for. I want to live out the story that you have created me to live. And I also want to be that man, husband, and father that my family needs. Jesus, I receive you into my life, and I ask you to use me again. I hand in my running shoes right now. I'm coming back home in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, if you prayed that prayer, I would love to hear from you. I want to give you a little instruction here. Something practical. Number one, this Sunday, go find a church and plug in. Go find a community of believers that you can hang out with. Number two, grab a Bible somewhere. If you don't have a Bible, get a hold of us. But give yourself time every day to listen to God again and run towards his presence in everything you do. And not only will he meet you, he will give you the grace and everything you need to be the man, the husband, and father he has created you to be. Thanks for hearing my heart today and hearing this crazy story. Some of you are still laughing (laughs) because it's too much like home. And so, Lord, I ask you to bless my friends and you'd use them to change the world. In Jesus' name, amen.